conversion is an intentional tour consisting of taking with the intent of exercising over the chattel and ownership inconsistent with the real owner's right of possession. In England and Wales, it is a tort of strict liability. Its equivalents in criminal law include larceny or theft and criminal conversion. In those jurisdictions that recognize it, criminal conversion is a lesser crime than theft, larceny. Examples of conversion include, 1. Alpha cuts down and hauls away trees on land as he knows is owned by Beta, without permission or privilege to do so, and 2. Gamma takes furniture belonging to Delta and puts it into storage, without Delta's consent, and especially if Delta does not know where Gamma put it. A common act of conversion in medieval times involved bolts of cloth that were bailed for safekeeping, which the bailey or a third party took and made clothes for their own use or for sale. Many questions concerning joint ownership in enterprises such as a partnership belong in equity, and do not rise to the level of a conversion. Traditionally, a conversion occurs when some chattel is lost then found by another who appropriates it to his own use without legal authority to do so. It has also applied in cases where chattels were bailed for safekeeping, then misused or misappropriated by the bailey or a third party. Conversion, as a purely civil wrong, is distinguishable from both theft and unjust enrichment. Theft is obviously an act inconsistent with another's rights, and theft will also be conversion. But not all conversions are thefts because conversion requires no element of dishonesty. Conversion is also different from unjust enrichment. If one claims an unjust enrichment, the person who has another's property may always raise a change of position defense to say they have unwittingly used up the assets they were transferred. For conversion, there always must be an element of voluntarily dealing with another's property, inconsistently with their rights. Elements of Conversion the elements of conversion are, 1. Intent to convert the tangible or intangible property of another to one's own possession and use, 2. The property in question is subsequently converted. In another formulation, it has been stated that, 1. Claiming conversion must show a tortious conversion of the chattel, a right of property in it, and a right to immediate possession which is absolute, unconditional, and not dependent upon the performance of some act. History of Conversion Conversion has been described as a fascinating tort, albeit one which has largely eluded the attention of legal writers. The literature frequently laps over into that of Traver. Other sources define conversion as a distinct act of dominion wrongfully exerted over another's personal property in denial of or inconsistent with his title or rights therein, or in derogation, exclusion, or defiance of such title or rights, without the owner's consent and without lawful justification. A conversion occurs when a person does such acts in reference to the personal property of another as amount, in view of law, to his appropriating the property for himself. The action probably developed because there was no equivalent form of action in English law to the Roman law re vindicatio. This was an action in protection of one's property, whereby a claimant could simply allege in court, that's mine. Early cases of conversion are to be found in 1479, where reference to an even earlier action on the case is made when the defendant converted the goods by changing their character, making clothes out of gold cloth. Otherwise, conversion had its origin in the common law action in Traver, as a branch of action on the case. The earliest cases are most likely lost. These probably involved cases when the finder of lost goods did not return them to the rightful owner, but used them himself or disposed of them to someone else.
it became necessary to invent a new writ which covered the gap between action and trespass which lay for the wrongful taking of a chattel, and a tenue which lay for its wrongful detention. The claim in conversion had become standardized by 1554 in the case of Lord Mount Eagle v. Countess of Worcester, 1554. The plaintiff was in possession of certain goods, he casually lost them, the defendant found the goods and did not return them, but instead converted them to his own use. There is a distinction between traver and conversion. Traver resolved the old procedural problem of wager of law which had developed as a form of licensed perjury, which made detinue unattractive to an honest plaintiff suing a dishonest defendant. Wager at law allowed testimony from many witnesses, who might have nothing to do with the actual litigation. In this sense, it was not much different from champerty and maintenance. Because Traver sidestepped these old problems, there was an effort to expand it into many different forms. The legal device to accomplish this at first was to treat the allegation of losing the goods and then finding them as a fiction. This method was seen in several cases in the 17th century. As a technical factor, the defendant was not permitted to deny losing and finding, so the only issues to be litigated were those of the plaintiff's right to possession and the conversion as an existent fact. With losing and finding no longer essential, Traver became the standard remedy for any form of interference with a chattel. It entirely replaced detinue, which fell into complete disuse. It replaced trespass to chattels to such an extent that the former was rarely seen. In 1756, Lord Mansfield stated in Cooper v. Chitty, 1756, Whenever a trespass for taking goods will lie, that is, where they are taken wrongfully, Traver will lie. Similar results are seen in other cases from the time. The two actions were regarded as alternative remedies for the same wrong. Often, the plaintiff had a choice of action, although there were differences between the choices. Traver must involve a wrongful detention of goods which had not been wrongfully taken, while trespass would not. The theory of trespass was that the plaintiff remained the owner of the chattel, with his possession only interrupted or interfered with, so that when it was tendered back to the plaintiff, he must accept it. The damages must be limited to the loss of use which could be considerably less than its total value. Traver, which involved lost goods or those placed in abailment, necessitated full replacement damages. Once the damages were paid, the ownership of the chattel passed to the defendant in Traver. The modern law of conversion crystallized after the case of Olds v. Willoughby, 1841. Two horses owned by the plaintiff were placed on a river ferry. The horses were put back on the shore by the defendant ferryman. The plaintiff owner of the horses remained on the ferry and subsequently lost the horses. It was held that this was a trespass but not a conversion, since there was no interference with the plaintiff's general right of domination over the horses. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It goes down. Go down in the field. 
21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Property subject to conversion. In order for a conversion to occur, it used to need to be lost then found by some other person than the owner. In the process, it was possible that the property could be converted. Chattels converted have included a dog money and tax receipts. Land could not be the subject of an action in Traver, since it could not be lost then found and converted. The same was true for sand and gravel, timber, crops and fixtures, so long as they were considered as a part of the land. No action in Traver could be had. Once there was severance from the land, these became personal property, and Traver could be entertained because of removal from the land. Intangible right. Intangible rights could not be lost or found, and the original common law rule was that there could not be a conversion of such. This restriction has been discarded for the most part. In the absence of contravening evidence, the measure of damages for conversion of a negotiable instrument usually is taken to be its face value. Tangible and intangible property. The conception that an action for conversion lies only for tangible property capable of being identified and taken into actual possession is based on a fiction by which the action of Traver was founded, namely, that the defendant had found the property of another, which was lost. This conception has become, in the progress of law, something without meaning which has been discarded by most courts. Therefore, it has been generally accepted that an action for conversion lies for every species of personal property which is the subject of private ownership, whether animate or inanimate. Intangible property can be the subject of a conversion in the United States. There cannot be an action in conversion for choses in action are mere that. Computer software can be the subject of a conversion. Both tangible items and intangible property can be the subject of a claim for conversion under United States law. In Kremen v. Cohen, 9th CIR 2003, when the domain name sex.com was wrongfully transferred to a conman, a claim for conversion was held to be available against the domain name registrar. In English law, however, the recent case of OBG Limited v. Allen, 2007, UKHL 21 held intangible property cannot be the subject of a claim for conversion. Written instruments. A judgment that is in the nature of a debt of record, but has neither goods nor a chattel attached is not subject to a conversion, because the judgment creditor has no property in it. A writ of execution can be the subject of a conversion, despite the fact that it is not private property. Unpublished and published manuscripts whether copyrighted or not can be the subject of a conversion, as can paintings, pictures, photos, letters, business books, pamphlets, newspapers and the like. Insurance policies, stock certificates, bills of lading, securities, bonds and commercial paper can be converted. Real estate and property affixed thereto. The general rule is that an action for conversion lies only with respect to personal property and cannot apply to real estate. Movables. The distinction between movables not associated in any way with real estate as such nor necessary to its enjoyment and immovables such as buildings and often including spare parts or even potentially but not usually mobile tools or devices or systems arises from the principle of lex situs by which the governing law for immovables is that where the land is located. Regardless of where a will is probated or contract made or executed. 
There are distinctions made between monetary claims on land and land itself, often with different limitations. However, these distinctions determine jurisdiction, rather than define how to resolve the conversion or possession issue. The fact that personal property is annexed to reality after its conversion usually does not prevent the maintenance of inaction for the conversion, although opinion on this subject remains mixed, in part due to conflicts of laws between movables and immovables on the same lot. Actions for conversion of a building, machinery attached to a building or a grain elevator have been allowed. Severance of property from real estate can be converted. Buildings can be converted. Manure can be converted. There is no simple general rule dividing personal versus real property. Land itself cannot be converted or stolen by possession. Rather common law recognizes and rewards adverse possession as a form of undocumented ownership of neglected land which becomes documented when it is challenged or registered by deed or survey or otherwise, suits for trespass or ejection from land against which deeded rights are grounds or defense. Acts constituting conversion An action for conversion does not rest on knowledge or intent of the defendant. The act constituting conversion must be an intentional act but does not require wrongful intent and is not excused by care, good faith, or lack of knowledge. Fraudulent intent is not an element of conversion. The defendant is answerable for the conversion, no matter how good his intentions were, or how careful he has been, or how apparently well-founded was his belief that his tortious act was right. The existence of probable cause does not preclude liability. A person may be liable for conversion even though he was reasonably mistaken in thinking the facts to be such as would give him a legal right to the goods. There are cases in which the defendant does not clearly appropriate the property to his own use, and in which the question whether there is a conversion therefore depends on the intent of the defendant either express or implied. In general, conversion, being a wrongful act, cannot spring from the exercise of a legal right. Such acts include the right of execution on a legal judgment or contesting rights under a contract. The general rule is that there is no conversion until some act is done which is a denial or violation of the plaintiff's dominion over or rights in the property. To constitute a conversion of a chattel, there must be an unauthorized assumption of the right to possession or ownership. The act must have the essence of a tort. Depriving owner of possession the exercise of ownership over property may take a number of forms. All that is required is that the defendant exercise control over the chattel in a manner inconsistent with the plaintiff's right of possession. The gist of a conversion is not the acquisition of the property by the wrongdoer, but the wrongful deprivation of another's property which the owner is entitled to possess. Receipt of Property a person who accepts the possession of personal property from one not authorized to transfer it may be regarded as a converter. The restatement second of torts is in accord with this concept, stating that one who receives possession of a chattel from another with the intent to acquire for himself or a third person a proprietary interest in the chattel which the other has not the power to transfer is subject to liability for conversion to third person then entitled to the immediate possession of the chattel. Disposal of property. An action for conversion may be predicated upon an improper disposal, removal, transportation, delivery, or transfer of possession of property to one not authorized by the owner to receive the property. The restatement second of torts states that, with some exceptions, one who makes an unauthorized delivery of a chattel to a person not entitled to its immediate possession is subject to liability for conversion to another who is so entitled.
A bailee, agent, or servant who re-delivers to his bailer, principal, or master is not liable for conversion unless the person entitled to immediate possession had made an adverse claim upon him. A bailee, agent or servant who delivers the chattel to a third person pursuant to the instructions of his bailer, principal or master is not liable for conversion unless he has knowledge or reason to know that his bailer, principal or master is not authorized so to dispose of it. Detention or refusal to surrender possession A common conversion is a refusal to surrender possession of the chattel to one who is entitled to it. Normally, this is judged to be a sufficiently serious interference with the plaintiff's right of control. If the detention is small or not deemed to be serious, it will not be considered a conversion. A garage which delays delivery of an automobile for 30 minutes does not commit a conversion. The same is true of a stock certificate. Placing furniture or other goods in storage to prevent damage or theft is also not a conversion, per se, if proper notice of its location is given to the owner. If the delay is long, or intentional, it is a conversion. Holding an automobile for a month is a conversion. Goods placed in storage or in bailment destroyed by fire are considered to have been converted. In 1704, it was stated in Baldwin v. Cole. The very denial of goods to him that has a right to demand them is an actual conversion, and not only evidence of it. Wrongful use, lesser injury. The use of or intermeddling, a term usually applicable to a state law, with the property of another has often been held to constitute a conversion, whether the act is done by one who had no authority to use the property, or by one who has authority to use the property but uses it in an unauthorized way. Any unjustified exercise of dominion over property by one who is not the owner nor entitled to possession which interferes with the right of possession of another who is lawfully entitled thereto constitutes a conversion. According to the restatement, second, of torts, one who uses a chattel in a manner which is a serious violation of the right of another to control its use is subject to liability to the other for conversion. A conversion may be predicated upon destruction of personal property. An action for conversion may lie for killing an animal or rendering a musical instrument useless. Persons entitled to bring action an agent entrusted by a principal with the possession of goods is generally recognized as having a sufficient interest in the goods to enable him to maintain an action against a third person for a conversion. Some jurisdictions hold that the agent must have more than a mere right of possession. A similar result has been reached where the servant left the property in the possession of the defendant, who subsequently converted it. Where a sheriff attached chattels and delivered them for safekeeping to a person, the person was merely the sheriff's servant, and having no interest in the chattels could not maintain an action for their conversion. Causes of action for conversion are generally assignable, so that the action may be instituted by the assignee. An officer in possession of property may ignore a conversion of the same by a wrongdoer and proceed to sell the property on execution, the purchaser then being permitted to sue the wrongdoer for the conversion of the property. A transferee of personal property, or interest therein, who acquires the right of possession by heir through the transfer, may maintain an action for a conversion committed after the transfer, though he has not yet received actual possession of the goods. A creditor, having no interest generally may not be a plaintiff in an action to retrieve a debtor's converted property. An owner of land may bring an action in conversion, but he must be in material possession of the land and of the property severed from the land at the time of the conversion.
The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The content of this podcast was last edited on March 29, 2020. Hi, this is Annie from Avoir Simone. You're listening to a Creative Commons licensed podcast.